Welcome everybody to Zephyr's Corner, and I'd like to start out how I usually do. This is just my opinion. It is not medical advice. It is not something you have to do. As in all things, it's something for you to think about, ponder on, and go from there. Hi everybody, and welcome to the talk today. Have yourself a seat, put your feet up, and relax. And we're going to talk a little bit about the fear and the irrational thoughts and things that are happening nowadays that we're feeling from two different spheres that we're seeing all around us. One of them is Facebook, social media, and one is the news. All we see on these things mostly are bad news. Let's take a look at the news. They want to get your attention. They want to make sure that they get you captivated. They want to make sure they hook you. So usually the way to do it is to throw something that's going to get your attention really quickly. When you look at the news nowadays, a lot of it is about the pandemic and a lot of it is about politics. Those two things mostly at the present time. And, of course, there's the Orange Cheeto in the States and everything that he's doing and his party is doing. The pandemic is something that is new to us. Pandemics have always been in history. Latest one, um, 1918 to about 1921. You can throw in SARS and MERS in there, too, but that was a very short-lasting one, as well as many as the avian flus or swine flus. But... We're living in a period of time right now where this is affecting the world. <clears throat> there are tens upon hundreds of thousands of people that have been sick, and there's tens of thousands of people who have died. And the pandemic brings out the worst in some people. The reason why that happens is people are scared. We are going through a period of time that will be in the history books. And people, a generation or two, or three, or four, will look back on this period of time and see how we did. How we handled it. How the governments worked, how the people worked, how the countries got together or didn't get together. They're going to see a lot of unique information. And a lot of it is going to be based on fear. Now let's talk a little bit about fear. When a person is afraid of the unknown, any unknown, they automatically become defensive. And when they become defensive, some of the things that may pop out are anger, hatred, the people running around going, no, you're taking away my rights to do things. Which then leads to social isolation, where people might invert into themselves. Or you get people extrovert and they leap out into the public, put on their guns and clothes and scream and yell that they don't have to do things. An example is when I was younger, we did not have seatbelt rules in cars. And when it became legal that you had to wear absolutely a seatbelt, People stood up and screamed and howled and yelled and said, well, that's our right. If we decide we don't want to wear our seatbelt, we don't have to. People, per average, need to be told what to do 
yet they don't like to be told what to do. In other words, they like to be advised. They like to be told, this is what's great, this is what's good. But if you make them do something, they instantly become five years old. And the first thing out of their mouth is no. When the seatbelt rules came out, I was an emergency medical technician at the time, and I saw some gross accidents from people who just didn't wear their seatbelt. Now, it is just common thought. It is a law. If you get caught driving without your seatbelt, it's a hefty fine. And many people now would not think twice about getting in their car and putting their seatbelt on. Let's bring another example up. In the city of Edmonton, where I live, and I believe this is still true, it is a bylaw or law that children must wear helmets when they ride their bikes, but not adults. That may have passed, but I don't think so. Um, From what I remember, adults immediately jumped up and screamed and yelled and said, but it's our right. It's our privilege. It, it, it's, it's us. If we do not decide to wear a helmet while we're wearing our bike, that's our right. And that reminded me a lot of the seatbelt laws. If you are driving a bike fairly quickly, and we're talking pedal bikes, and you fall to the ground from approximately five to six feet tall or high, you will, when you hit your head, cause damage. There is no doubt. Same as if you weren't wearing your seatbelt and you got a car accident. You would either fly ejected out of the car or you would go through the windshield or you would wind up going through the back or so many different things. Now, with the pandemic, people are being told that they must socialize, isolate. You've got to be at least a minimum of two meters away. I personally like three or four. Um... You cannot get close to people. You must, or at least you should, wear a type of mask. We'll get into masks and airborne in a bit. And you must continually wash and clean your hands. They even got down to when you go into stores or public areas, you follow the little arrows so you're not clogged up against each other. This, of course, was telling a person they had to do something. And a number of people leapt up, started screaming, becoming five years old again, saying, you can't tell me what to do. We see this in our society. And people get angry. People get upset. Now, either they get upset because they want to follow social distancing. They want to wear a mask. They want to wash their hands. They want to be careful. And they do not want to have any chance of either catching COVID-19 or passing it on to a loved one. Especially since COVID-19 is very asymptomatic in so many cases. Then there's the people who are afraid. The people who have a fear deep inside because the world has changed. And remember, people don't like change. They don't like the unknown. They don't like something that's new. So they get angry and they get upset. And we've all seen the videos where people are marching up and down the street, refusing to wear any type of protective clothing. Uh, we have people that are running around telling everybody that it's a farce, that that COVID-19 does not exist. Um, we have people 
that go into stores and rip masks off shelves and scream and yell, go to Walmart, refuse to wear a mask, but then when they're not served, they have a temper tantrum and start screaming and yelling. Then the people on the other side of the fence who decide that they do want to wear a mask, they do want to be safe, they do want to take this seriously. And uh, I read on Facebook one day, you know, if a woman has to wear a bra because it's for you, not for them, then you should be able to wear a mask. The people on that side of the fence are now upset because they feel that they're unsafe when you have three-quarters, two-thirds of the people in the store not wearing any mask because they don't think they have to, they think it's a farce, they think it's all stupid, or they just think it's taking away their freedom. Or the very small percentage that I'm going to tell you right now as a registered nurse is totally untrue, is that they have some type of medical disability which makes sure they cannot wear the mask. There are very, 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 very few medical disabilities that would prevent you from wearing a mask and therefore wearing the mask will kill you. And the ones that are out there, you're too sick to go out anyway. So let's get that out the door right away. That side is upset because now they think that the other side, by refusing to wear anything, by refusing to do anything and putting everybody else at risk are now putting them at risk. And the paranoia, the anger, the fear, all of this from the one side angers the other side. And this causes more fear, more anger, more hatred, and more isolation. Or people become out more and they start getting angry. People say that they do not have to wear a mask because it is a loss of their freedom. And this is not true. This is a increase, a uh, making sure that we are free by protecting each other and doing what we need to do to survive. The problems we have with social media and the news is all you see is the negative stuff that's going on. In Facebook, I have a rule. I put a image of the day up to make people think, to make them happy, to make them thoughtful, um, to make them proud, whatever I want to make them feel, or I want them to, to feel. I then put up a song of the day. The song of the day can just be something to get them up and dance and wiggle and have a great time, to something, again, that's thoughtful, to make them think, to make them happy, etc. I have a recipe uh, Facebook page that I throw a couple recipes on. I make sure I catch my birthdays and then I leave because I've had to sleep so many of my friends for 30 days. And I, with some of them, I think it's because they think that providing the information is what they need to do. But when you spend your entire day putting nothing on Facebook, then negative news about COVID the politics, etc., and you're just over and over and over accentuating everything that's going bad, you are adding to an issue. Because maybe the people that are your friends don't want to see this bad news on a constant, continual basis. 
let's talk about information for a second. This is only part one of what I'm discussing, and it's going to be social media and news. Part two is going to be armchair critics and the passing of false news. And that'll be later. So what I do is I do what I need to do on Facebook, and I leave. I glance quickly through the news to see if there's anything important, and then I leave. People tell me I'm isolating myself and I'm keeping myself away from things and therefore I'm causing more harm to myself. But for those of you that know me, I have spent 39 years in healthcare and five years as an RCMP auxiliary officer and I have PTSD pretty good. And I know the best thing for me is to not try and get excited and upset about things. So, therefore, I try my hardest to provide what I can to heal others and myself. And part of that is when I wind up finding myself in social media or the news and all I'm seeing constantly over and over again is negativity, um the bad things, putting everything in a bad light, trying to make everybody look bad, whether this be COVID or the police matters we've been having lately or the black matters or the Mexicans being held at the cages. And you know, that's interesting, just quickly, as far as I know, they're still in cages and everybody seems to be fairly quiet about that. There's so many things we see nowadays that... If you notice that you are being, finding yourself upset, angry, defensive, aggressive, any of these things, as you continue to read all of this, then my suggestion is turn it off. There are many methods to deal with how you feel nowadays. My favorite is cognitive behavior therapy, theory, theory, sorry. Cognitive behavior theory or therapy is basically if you are feeling a strong emotion over something, stop what you're doing, get yourself relaxed, whether that be listening to music, whether that be calming yourself, whether that be meditation or just stopping the activity helps. Look at what has gotten you angry, afraid, sad upset, furious, sick to your stomach, and decide why it did that. When you know why something makes you upset or angry or scared, etc., this now gives us the aspect of saying, how do we deal with it? When I looked at cognitive behavior theory, therapy, and... I looked at how I was being affected by Facebook. I realized that everything I was seeing was triggering my PTSD or just my anger or my frustration or my sadness, etc. Because I was seeing it so much. Therefore, I realized using CBT that I just had to step away. I had to not be pulled in, which is what social media, 
like Facebook and the news, what their main goal is, is to pull us in. If you take a look at a, um, let's say, Black Lives Matter, that is something to pull you in. That is something to make you realize there's a problem, there's an issue, and it needs to be dealt with through whatever means it needs to be dealt with. But if you have something that's constantly bringing you in and pulling you in, let's say anger over COVID and how it was a conspiracy theory of a country or a politics or whatever, then that pulls you in for the wrong reasons. You cannot, you should not be pulled in to something. You should step into it. So if you see something that really, really tugs on you, then you need to look at it, you need to think about it, and you need to step in. So the me movement, the Black Lives Matter, all of these different things, you need to look at it, you need to think, wow, that's really, really important to me, this is fantastic, and I need to step into it, and I need to join it. If you see something horribly negative on Facebook, if you're seeing all of these posts, if you're seeing all of this horrible news, and it's not making you feel good, then you need to step away from it. And now this might be using my rule of only going in and doing certain things on Facebook than stepping away. It may be snoozing your friends. It may be getting rid of certain ads that come up on a regular basis. It may be stepping back from Facebook a little bit. Facebook itself has drug us in. Has me. I'll guarantee it has me. Where I have to be on it on a regular basis. A lot of the times it's to check my birthday. Whose birthday is it today? How's everybody doing? What's happening? What's going on? A lot of people like to do that with the news as well. They like to keep in touch with the news. What's going on? What's happening in the world? But the world is in a very unique place right now. As I said, we're in the history books. We have everything happening politically. We have everything happening Racially, we have everything happening economically. We have everything happening with COVID. And all of these things are pushing the limits. They are trying to figure out what we're going to do and how we're going to handle things in our lives. So, if social media, if the news, if these things are getting to you, and you're noticing that you're just really having a hard time coping. And then it's like the old meme that talks about the guy on the chair looking at the TV. And they say that, well, there's nothing you can do about it. This news is horrible. The whole works. And he just turns the TV off. I'm going to let you know right now that, yes, things are rough out there. Things are not great out there. But we do live in a, a lovely world, a beautiful world. Turn the Facebook off for a few hours. Do not get drug in by the news. Have your own opinion. Listen to other opinions, of course, but have your own. The person who is the most important in a rescue and healthcare, and this is coming from me as a nurse, an old EMT, etc. 
I learned that the most important person is myself because if I go down, I can't help others. I'm a civilian nurse and I work for the Department of National Defense and I have the great honor of teaching people with Canadian Armed Forces, nurses, doctors, medics, etc. And the first thing we teach them too is you keep yourself safe. You keep yourself as number one because if the medic goes down in the field, who's going to take care of the soldiers when they're down? Stop what you're doing. Relax. Think clearly. Grab your own opinion. Make yourself happy. Listen to music. Go for a walk. Listen to the wind through the trees. Talk to your family. Talk to your friends. Shut things down. And find yourself again. Because one of the biggest issues we have nowadays are we are inundated where we never were decades before in social media and news. Social media and news does not rule you. You rule you. So if you're finding something is really bothering you, stop. Analyze what's happening. Analyze your fear, your anger, etc. and go from there. You are the most important person listening to this podcast right now. It's not me, it's you. You are the one that I'm doing this podcast for. And you are the one that is stronger than you think. So do not let yourself be ruled by the news and social media. Do not let yourself be ruled by paranoia or other people's paranoia. Have a good day. Relax. Think about things and go from there. As always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to me. You have yourself an absolutely fantastic day because you know what? You deserve it. Please listen in next time I have a podcast. Enjoy yourself and you have a fantastic, fantastic life. Thank you.